motion and bounce. To stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like. This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi everyone, Kate here, the General Manager of Well and Good. And today we're going to talk about therapy which is a topic I honestly have only very recently been comfortable discussing publicly. Despite working in lifestyle media for forever and wholeheartedly believing in the value of therapy for forever, until about two years ago, I never would have come on a podcast, let alone a work podcast, and talked about my mental health and why therapy has been really core to managing it. But here we are. And I know I'm not alone in feeling like I'll be met with less judgment and less stigma when talking about my work with a therapist. More Americans than ever are turning to therapy to help them make sense of the dumpster fire that has been the last 18 months. Our access to masks, we have probably three to five days of N95 masks left. As we are all aware, these patients are extremely critical ill. This care becomes very challenging. Very Unfortunately, losing a life, a few lives due to police brutality. The news of calling in the National Guard for these all three of you states. All know that the situation is not good, right? There are lockdowns in various parts of the country. Obviously, the mental health crisis in the US is not a new one. The National Alliance on Mental Illness estimates that one in five adults live with a mental illness. But COVID has made things worse. Experts have been outspoken about how the pandemic has triggered mental health disorders, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and eating and exercise disorders. And more people than ever are searching for help and then sharing their experiences of treatment on social media, in group chats, and even at work. However, studies show that while more people than ever need therapy and are searching for therapy, there is still a shortage of providers. 77% of US counties have a shortage of psychiatrists and on average, there are just 20 mental health professionals for every 100,000 people in America. 
cue the rise in digital services, born of the pandemic stay-at-home orders and also the need for more accessible therapy services. Digital therapy, which can take place via text or video chat, can make the whole experience easier and more affordable. Digital therapy requires internet access and or cell service, but it doesn't require in-office visits. And sessions are often available on demand, making them potentially more accessible options for people who have disabilities, illness, or who otherwise are unable to easily leave their home. They also tend to be cheaper than traditional mental health care and most offer sliding scale payments. But, and this is the big question, are they as good as the IRL version? That is what we're going to dig into on today's episode. We start off the convo with Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, the founder and CEO of Therapy for Black Girls. In therapy, we talk about the therapy hour being a container. Like this space that holds whatever the client is bringing in. And I do feel like there is some of that that's lost virtually because clients are still like, okay, am I homeschooling or is my boss emailing, right? And so there is something I think related to not having the container of the therapist's office that feels like it is a little harder to kind of navigate. But I I don't know if so much of that is just because we're also attending to so many other things due to the pandemic that if the kids were at school and you were home alone, would it be better? But, you know, people at this point are like taking therapy sessions from their car or the bathroom and, you know, like just trying to figure out a way to have some privacy. And that, of course, is not ideal. It has given therapists a unique peek into clients' lives that we didn't have before, right? You know, so like if my little one pops into my office right now and you were my therapist, like you could observe something about our interaction that only otherwise I would be able to describe to you. In some ways, though, I don't know that this is always the best thing, but we can work with it. There is a bit of a separation. So you're here with me, but the screen still separates us. And so you may feel a little more comfortable sharing some stuff that might have taken a little longer for you to share in the office, right? And so we would want to talk about why that is, but it is still important that you shared it. So I think that that's something else that has played in favor of some of these more virtual kinds of spaces is that I do think it allows clients to be a little bit more vulnerable. My name is Dr. Amy Serbis, and I am the Director of Clinical Content at Talkspace. I'm not in the same room with you, but I can sort of still have that three, four-dimensional experience because of the ways that I can talk to you. And so it doesn't look the same. It's definitely not the same, but there's a replication there. When Talkspace started or when the telehealth industry started, some of it was video, but a lot of it was messaging. And so it really is a, a skill to build really writing everything out. Here's what I'm thinking and feeling. I noticed this in your statement, like literally writing everything out and being really clear and articulate. And it was just a different way. I asked Amy what the shift was like from IRL therapy provider to being a digital only practitioner. In the beginning, I will say it was difficult to not have those verbal cues, to Mm. not be able to just read and sense I'm so used to picking up 
people's nonverbals. I think the other piece for me as a practitioner too is that in my office, if I had a full day of eight clients, eight people coming in to see me, it's tiring and it's really draining where we have this ability now. I have the ability to create it on my schedule and have a little bit more flexibility and you're getting a better me. I can schedule that half an hour to walk around and collect myself and really plug in. Until the conversations for today's episode, I had really not thought about this idea of digital only or digital hybrid therapy actually being really beneficial for the mental health of therapists who, of course, were also living through a pandemic and then having to spend their days hearing all of our woes. What right now at Talkspace is the most popular medium? The most popular medium, I believe, right now is a combination of having a live session, but also having the messaging because the messaging is five days a week. So you're getting access to your therapist five days a week. And there's a whole powerful piece that I find beneficial where I get real-time thoughts, responses, challenges versus if you are my client and you're having a tough day, I'm getting you at that moment, a text message from you. I'm getting a live chat with you. I'm getting a voice note from you on your commute to work versus waiting until next Wednesday with your appointment with me and reporting on what that felt like. I get that accessibility right in that moment. So That's really what we're seeing. And then the live sessions, people love them too for the folks who are comfortable with them, but then they rely heavily on that text, that written message back and forth. I used to think texting your therapist was kind of extra. How much can actually be said over text? But there's something in this idea of live reaction. And when I started to think about it, I realized, isn't this what I do every day, all day with my friends? We unpack big stuff and little stuff over a flurry of text and WhatsApp voice notes. And as Amy reminds us, everyone's therapy journey is completely different. And I think that along that journey, certainly for clients who have been with me for over years, that once a week might be sufficient. I know them really yeah. well. We're in a groove. Or there's that other piece too, that often if you have a good experience in therapy, you're coming and going. So there's times in your life where you're just being and you need to just sort of act mm. on, be present with everything that you have been working on. And you don't necessarily need to process, but then you want to come back and process more. And, and so we see that often too, where you might change your subscription because you only need the once a week, but then there might be a challenging moment. And so you really need to have somebody that you want to have access to five days a week in order to work through those challenges. This idea that you're talking about of kind of leaning in and out of therapy is interesting because I think some people feel like when they start, they've got to just keep at it forever. But what should a years long therapy journey look like? Yeah, you know, what has been beneficial that I have learned from, from therapy over the years and then doing telehealth is that Having the technology, there is a way to really make sure that what you're doing has intent and purpose, even if it's just to process something versus I want to get better at this or I want to move through this. But I think that what we're seeing is that we're able to really understand the best way to be effective is to really understand, have really clear treatment goals between Mm. the two of you so you're not missing each other about the intent of why you're going and what do you want to see out of it and 
that is completely unique and different for everybody. And it's going to be different based on style and need and desire and what you want and, and the therapist's approach. But but really making sure that you have the clarity of like, oh, what's the purpose here? Not every time, but having a general idea of like, what are we doing and why? What do you want to walk away from this with? That's something that probably should be in place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Previous to these convos, I considered myself an A-plus therapy student. But when I reflect back on when I started therapy again 18 months ago, I didn't really know why. I didn't really know what I wanted to achieve. I just thought it's a pandemic. I'm stuck away from home. Working from home's weird. Everything's weird. I should talk to someone. But The converse for today's episode made me really clear on what I want to get from therapy and really clear on how having those goals are important so I can lean in and out of my therapy journey. And again, this just is not something I would have spoken about previously, but we're all talking about therapy and it's such a great thing. We're talking about it because we have been collectively impacted by it. So we sort of had no choice but to talk about what was going on. We, and we and it helped that we were all going through it. And that collective conversation provided some momentum behind people trying therapy, talking about their mental health. I think it goes all the way to celebrities or public figures, Simone Biles being able to say, hey, yeah. listen, I'm taking care of my mental health. And then have people say, oh, yeah, great. Good for her. I support that. So there's empathy for people who are being vocal about it, who are in the public eye. And I think that has been a shift over the past two years that I've seen where a collective identification that makes it okay and helps destigmatize. There's been a synthesis of, oh, I can identify with that versus, oh, I have empathy for them in this way where they're sort of over here and that's too bad for them. But like, oh, yeah, I can relate to that because I have been through this. And so that all just sort of helped It feels really important as a part of my training to really be able to give psychology away. That's what I feel like we are doing on the Therapy for Black Girls page is giving all of this knowledge away. It does me no good to know all of this stuff and then not be able to share it with people who could actually use it in their everyday lives.
our goal with the page really is to start some conversations around what do boundaries look like and how do I know if I need a new therapist? What questions do I ask a new therapist? How do I know if I need therapy in general? Right. Like just some of that education that I think is really important, especially for people who are uncomfortable with the idea of therapy. Historically, mental health is not something that has really been talked about in our communities and in our families. There are typically some really strong ties to faith and spirituality in the Black community. So for a long time, there was this idea that if you needed a therapist, then that meant you didn't have a strong enough faith relationship, right? Well, of Mm. course, we know that that's not true. There's this whole idea that if you talk to a therapist, you must be crazy, right? And so it's not something that a lot of our parents or grandparents have been exposed to. But I think that that's a lot of why it has become difficult or it has been difficult in the past for people to admit when they needed help. Now, we do make the very clear distinction that what we share on Instagram is not therapy, right? Like it's information, but you're not having a one-on-one session with me or any other therapist. We do hope you can learn from the information and use it in your life, but it is definitely not therapy. It's important to kind of keep it in perspective and to understand what therapists are offering versus feeling like, you know, okay, now I don't need therapy because I saw this post on Instagram. Like that may be a starting place for the work, but that can't be where the work stops is you, you know, just looking on Instagram. I have been really encouraged to see people talk so freely about their therapy sessions online. You know, people will start like random threads on Twitter and say, what's the best thing your therapist taught you? And like, what could you learn from somebody else's therapist? I always love those kinds of situations. And every time we are comfortable sharing some piece of our story that maybe is shameful in some way, we give other people permission to share pieces of their story. Finding a therapist is often the most difficult hurdle. Beyond ensuring that you're finding a therapist who is licensed in their state and has a credible degree, it's really important to find someone who you think you can trust. And something I've learned along the way is that a therapist might be awesome, but not a great fit for you. And it's okay to keep looking until you find the right person. Ultimately, you have to vibe and you have to feel like you can be your authentic self with the person, free of any judgment do your research as much as possible ahead of time. So lots of therapists have websites. Lots of us, like we talked about, are already on Instagram and Twitter and different places. And so you can find lots of information about who a therapist is and what kinds of clients they serve, how they practice. Like there's a lot of information you can actually glean before you even make a phone call. And so I would encourage people to do that research. And you want to look for somebody who is specialized in the thing that you're going to therapy for. Right. So if you are struggling maybe with like a substance abuse issue, you want to make sure that the person is talking about treating people with substance abuse concerns. Otherwise, it just may not be a match. You also want to pay attention to whether you're going to be using insurance or some kind of other benefit to make sure that this person is what we call in network, which means that they are covered. Like insurance will cover most of the cost of that session and you will likely only have to pay a copay if cost is a concern for you. If cost is not a concern, then you are always welcome to pay full scale or full fee for people's services. But if cost is a concern and you're wanting to use insurance or um, your employee assistance program, then you want to make sure that any therapist you find is covered in that network. And then typically therapists offer like a free 10 to 15 minute consultation where you can call them and like chat about any concerns that you have, get to know a little bit more about them. You're really kind of assessing like, okay, does this person kind of feel comfortable to talk to? But the therapist is also doing some 
assessment about whether they feel like you are going to be a good fit for them. And so we're also assessing on the phone whether we actually feel like we're going to be able to help you. So it's a two way kind of thing with that consultation. And then, you know, you would make the first appointment. And so your first appointment is really a lot of questions, typically, like we're trying to get more information about what brings you in, how we think we can help, more information about your history. And you will be able to tell, I think, within the first three to four sessions, whether a therapist feels like they're a good fit for you. So I may not be ready to share everything yet, but I could maybe see myself sharing or I feel Mm, comfortable in this space. I feel like this person gets me. I feel affirmed right now Mm -hmm. to your other point around like, okay, if I find a therapist that's just not a good fit, that happens, right? Because again, so much of how therapy works is based on like who you are and who the therapist is and what that dynamic is like when you get together. And we know just like any other relationship, everybody is not going to be a good fit for us. And so sometimes it's just like, eh, you know, I typically give the analogy, like you could go to the store and fall in love with this perfect size seven pair of shoes. But if you are a size nine and a half, no matter how you want it to fit, (laughs) it's just not going to fit. So the moral of the story is that all therapy is great and really the most important thing is finding the medium that suits you and the person that suits you and setting some goals. One extra thing that I really wanted to ask both of our guests is what does the macro future of therapy look like? I think we're going to see those choices continue. So you are going to be able to, and maybe even as one person, choose them at different times in your life where you might go in person and then you might use it virtually. We can now travel and be able to have accessibility with that. I think that workplace wellness is something that is Mm. future oriented. And so your workplace now and your work culture, there's going to be an invitation and expectation that of course you have mental health services. They're easy and accessible throughout your day and that's going to be a normal workplace option just like if you have a gym membership through your place of work you're going to have a therapy option too and I think those are also really exciting that it's not just for the individual but for all of our collective well-being and, and every place that we engage in. What I'm most encouraged by is that so many more people are keeping this conversation going and wanting to think about ways that they could take better care of themselves and how can they help family members prioritize their mental health. And I feel like we need it now more than ever. You know, this has been Mm -hmm. such a stressful past 18 months. It feels like it's not letting up anytime soon. And so we're going to have to dig even deeper to make sure that we're taking good care of ourselves so that we can get to the other side of this. On today's show, you heard from Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford and Dr. Amy Service. This episode was produced by Taylor Camille, Ella Dove, and me, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. Every little bit helps. Mixing and scoring by our sound engineer, Joanna Samuel, and our theme music was created by Madeline Makomsky and Matt DiDomenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.